justice is dead again. Again. The Satan Club for kids. Uh, yeah, we got that. And you know all them homeless people they cleaned off the streets of San Francisco for the commie visit? Where exactly did they all go? Somebody's asking that question, and it's a good one. All that and more coming up. Hey, welcome to the show, The Jay Sheldon Show. Now, just a quick note up front. For some reason, I don't know why, my main channel is my name, Jay Sheldon. And my show is on the channel called The Jay Sheldon Show. You know how that all kind of just makes sense. For some reason tonight, I'm live on my main channel. I don't know why. I will upload a version of the show to the Jay Sheldon Show channel. I know it's all very confusing. I'm trying to get together and connect with Rumble and customer service. Obviously, they have a lot on their plate right now. But we're trying to get everything combined into one, which would just make life much easier. So anyway, that's it. That's the deal. That's why we are here on the Jay Sheldon channel as opposed to the And You know, when I do post this on the show channel, none of this will matter or make any sense. So stop talking about it. Show brought to you by the folks at Blackout Coffee. Mm, mm, mm. Get rid of that brown water liberal crap coffee you have been drinking and find yourself a brew and a company that cares about this country, America. Blackout Coffee is what it's all about. Blackout Coffee is 100% committed to the country and to making a damn good cup of coffee. I personally recommend it, folks. I cannot tell you how much this coffee is unbelievable improvement over all the junk I've drank in the past. The difference between this and fresh roasted beans and anything else you're going to find, night and day. In addition to making this amazing coffee. They are committed to our country. They work with local co-ops and American farmers to grow these beans, select only the best, and from their slow roasting process, small batch process, all the way to shipping, customer service, these folks care about it all. They really do. They're small enough to give you that personal touch. The small batch roasting, let me just explain quickly. When you order, Within 24 to 48 hours, they roast your beans, and then a few days to ship them to your house, and that's it. You've got fresh, fresh roasted beans, which make all the difference in the world. Head on over to the website. You will find some holiday specials there. You'll find all of these amazing blends of roasts, Brutal Awakening, one of my favorites, Morning Reaper, Smooth Finish, Pitch Black Espresso, Covert Op Cold Brew. They even have some, uh, let's see, here we go. We got some holiday editions. Oh, yeah, they are ready for the holidays. Holiday edition coffee, candy cane, winter wonderland, pumpkin spice. Check it out if you're into that eggnog. <laughs> uh, you know, with a little, yeah. Uh, eggnog flavored coffee, indeed. Holiday grog, winter wonderland, peppermint mocha. Yes, they do have both. Uh, hot chocolate flavors, and also teas, some very nice premium blends of teas, and coffee pods also you will find there. 
Blackout Coffee. Use the show notes link and that will get you straight there. And at checkout, use our promo code J20, J-A-Y-20 at checkout and you'll get 20% off your first order. 20%, that's a great deal, including some of those great holiday edition coffees over at Blackout Coffee, J20, J-A-Y-20 is the promo code and that will get you that amazing deal. Blackout Coffee, it's an American company that cares about our values, integrity, honesty, American values and making the best coffee you will ever have. Try a single bag. That's all you got to do. Grab yourself a bag. Give it a shot. You'll be back. All right. Well, my goodness, there has been a lot going on today. The saddest, perhaps, of which is the miscarriage of justice strikes again. Yeah. Un, I, I just the, the words escape me. The U.S. Supreme Court has refused to hear the appeal of Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin, if you forgot, I don't know how you could. He is the former Minneapolis police officer convicted in the death of George Floyd, or should I say, wrongly convicted, sparked riots, burned cities. Not not the officer. BLM and the like, they refused the Supreme Court to take up the appeal of Derek Chauvin. They didn't say why. Now, to be fair, and we try and be fair on that, we have an opinion. We're extremely conservative. We're big Trump supporters around here. If you don't like that, couldn't care less. Get your own show. But to be fair, they did not say why. There may be some technical reason. There may be some legal reason why they felt they could not. I wish they had said why, but they did not. No justices dissented from the unsigned order issued yesterday. At least four of the nine justices have to vote to grant the petition for it to move forward into the oral argument stage. Uh, Minnesota Supreme Court dismissed Chauvin's petition in a one-sentence order July 18th of this year. And again, no explanation as to why. Derek Chauvin is not guilty of murder. The medical examiners were bullied over Floyd's cause of death. These articles, check them out. They're from spectator.org. This will explain to you exactly why. And for those of you who want to argue, oh, no, no, the medical examiners testified, and they said, you know, and you find all kinds of lies on Snopes and other bullshit web, you know, fact checkers, myth checkers, more likely. No, they were bullied into changing their autopsy into putting out different findings from the original autopsy. Chauvin did not murder George Floyd, and prosecutors knew it. Great article, thanks to the release of depositions in a sexual harassment lawsuit. We now know how thoroughly corrupt the prosecution of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was in the death of George Floyd. The depositions were taken this past summer in response to a law uh, lawsuit filed by Amy Sweezy. 
He's uh, she's a former Hennepin County prosecutor against her then boss, former county attorney Mike Freeman. Sweezy alleges Freeman engaged in sexual discrimination and professional retaliation. Now, whatever Freeman did or didn't do, it pales in comparison to what both of them and their colleagues did to the cops they prosecuted and the justice system they completely undermined. They did, in fact, A racist white cop actually murdered a man named George Floyd, a civil rights leader in Minneapolis on Memorial Day 2020, asked Tucker Carlson. After documenting just some of the consequences of the presumed murder, from decriminalizing theft to funding the police, Carlson added, the answer is, well, no, he didn't murder. George Floyd. Now, Tucker Carlson is not the end-all saying in all of this, but the evidence is there. The autopsy results are there. The original autopsy results, not the autopsy results after the prosecutors got pressured to make sure they said what people wanted them to say as opposed to what the actual truth is. Derek Chauvin has actually uh, been interviewed. His very first prison interview calls his trial a sham. This is great. It's from Post Millennial. Links in our show notes. Wow. Serving 21 years over the death of George Floyd. By the way, what did his family get? How many millions? Yeah. Suppose they're going to have to pay that back now that it's been proven that Chauvin did not murder him. Characterized his trial process as a sham. He made his first comments to the media since Floyd's death. Came in an interview from the fall of Minneapolis. New documentary that takes another look at Floyd's death. Criminal prosecution and how many in the world had responded to the event. <laughs> Mostly by burning cities. Happy with that? All for something that was not a murder by the police, by Mr. Chauvin, or by anyone else. And yet, here we are. Well, more good news today. That wasn't good news, but I just wish, you know, what, what's up, Supreme Court? If you're going to deny taking up a case, especially one like this, could you please tell us why instead of just saying, nah, we're not going to, we don't want to, whatever. Come on, Supreme Court. X, Trump, truth, media matters is gone. I <laughs> could not possibly be happier. X, as promised, filed that lawsuit thermonuclear lawsuit, as Elon called it, against Media Matters accusing them of manipulation and defamation to attack free speech. They say this activist far-left whack-job group allegedly made false statements to harm X's relationship with its advertisers. Wow. 
filed the lawsuit against Media Matters, contending the group launched what ex-owner Elon Musk described as a fraudulent attack against X's advertisers. We did the story last night. We showed you all those great folks who are getting behind X, spending some advertising money themselves. It won't compensate for the amount of money some of these giant corps spend. But it has been proven time and time again. There are articles out there, thousands of them. You'll find them quite easily of the way that Media Matters manipulated that story to get the results they want, then grabbed the screenshots and made up the lies. And you think these giant corps, Disney, Apple, IB, you think these companies don't know the truth? about how this Media Matters article was complete bullshit? Of course they know. They're likely in on it. Well, Elon and X weren't the only ones. This also popped. <laughs> Truth Social, Donald Trump's platform. By the way, you can find me over there if you want to follow me. It's the Jay Sheldon Show on Truth Social. The link is in our show notes down there. Truth Social, not only went after media matters, but they've sued just about everybody and anybody for defamation. Check this out. Trump's media and technology group, which owns, among other things, Truth Social, filed a lawsuit against 20 major media companies. 20. The Guardian, Hollywood Reporter, Miami Herald, among others. Wow alleges a coordinated media attack involving false reporting of a $73 million loss by TMTG. There is an actual copy of the lawsuit in a link inside this story. You can check it out. So among everybody else, go. you know, thankfully, it is finally good. I put this, I posted this on X earlier today. Doesn't it feel good to actually be on the offensive for once? Screw these people. You know, we're tired of defending ourselves. It is time to get on the offensive. And that's exactly what folks like this are doing. Most of us, you and me, we haven't got the pockets. We haven't got the chump change to hire lawyers and take on these people. Elon, Donald J. Trump, bet your ass they do. And they are going after them big time. Ha. Good on you. Lots of links in our show notes to these stories. Check them out. All right. Hey, what's your kid doing after school? Hanging out? Playing sports? Maybe playing the Satan Club? Yeah, I'm not kidding. I'm going to tell you about that coming up in just a bit. Right now, though, I want to tell you about another one of our sponsors, and it's me. We have a new line of J. Sheldon Show merchandise. We've got a whole line of t-shirts. The link is in our show notes. Check out our merch link. With all kinds of, look at this. What is it? Cool, refreshing, liberal tears. Comes in a whole bunch of cool sizes and colors, too. They look great. Uh, awake, not woke. 
Very cool. Got our show logo on there. You can check that out. It says, hello, liberals. What are you offended by today? This one, I think, is one of my favorites. It says, I think, therefore, I am a conservative. Yes. Now, we have our other T-shirts, all kinds of hoodies and tank tops, singlets in all kinds of colors. We got our mug, just like mine here. You can pick that up. There's a cool hoodie. We got a baseball shirt, which is really nice and very reasonably priced too. But yeah, stop making stupid people famous. One of my favorite sayings on a t-shirt for the Jay Sheldon show. Check it out. The link is in our show notes and you can pick one up. They're very, I put, I cut the profits down. There's hardly any profits in these things at all because I just wanted to get them out there. I think therefore I am a conservative. Check it out in our show notes. It's under the merchandise uh, banner there and you'll see it and pick yourself up a show t-shirt or hoodie or whatever. All the new ones with the sayings are all just t-shirts in a huge variety of sizes, so you'll be sure to find one. Shipping, very inexpensive. The shirts themselves, like I said, not much. So if you'd like to help support the show and get yourself a great piece of merchandise from it, you can do that. All right, your kid after school, what's he doing? Spending a little bit of time with his friends in the Satan Club? No, I am not kidding. It's come to that. From the post-millennial, the Satanic, Satanic Temple has infiltrated a Connecticut elementary school. I grew up in, I was born in Connecticut, folks. Cornwall, Connecticut, right up in the northwest corner, in the foothills of the Berkshires, as the pamphlets say. <clears throat> the after-school Satan Club. Coming to Connecticut. Yay! Now, when I say Lebanon, I do not mean the Lebanon in the Middle East. I mean Lebanon, Connecticut, small town there. Satanic Temple has launched a new after-school Satan Club at the Lebanon Elementary School in Connecticut. This comes after Satan Worshiping Group won cases against the schools that sought to ban the group. Look, obviously I'm not recommending you get involved in anything to do with Satan. Whether or not you believe there is a Satan or a God in whatever form. But again, the same theory applies to you perverts who want to sexualize our elementary school children or younger. Leave the effing kids alone. You want to burn owl statues to Moloch and have a, yourself a satanic temple worship, knock yourself out if you're an adult. Keep your damned hands off our kids. The group announced in an Instagram post, After School Satan Club is coming to Connecticut. The state's first, launching December 1st, just a couple of weeks away. Less than that. Lebanon Elementary School. They're ready to create a 
fun and inviting place for students to learn and make new friends. If you're in the area, this is from their advertisement. If you're in the area and would like your student to join in the fun, please complete the e-permission slip here. And there's their little poster. Have fun in the, hey kids, yeah, after school Satan Club. I, what more is there to be said? Yes, you have a right to worship whoever you want to worship. Be prepared for the consequences. But keep your damned hands off our freaking kids. Unbelievable. Speaking of keeping your hands off our kids, Target apparently just didn't learn their lesson. Yep. You know how much Target lost from the boycotts? Apparently it just needs to keep happening because this was just announced. Target pushing ahead with woke holiday merchandise despite huge losses. Is Target a public company? Do you have shareholders? Do you care about them? Or better question, hey you shareholders, do you care about your money? Second quarter earnings reporting proving the retail giant still has not rebounded from its pride fallout over the summer. A 5.4 decrease in sales, the first drop in roughly six years. Third quarter, no better. Additional 4.9% drop. Thanks to Target's partnership with a, here we go again, satanic designer and its highly controversial pride line. The CEO of Target, Brian Cornell, reflecting on the reports, admitted sales, quote, have clearly been tougher than we expected this year. And we're firmly focused on getting back to growth. No, apparently you're not. Clearly, Target hasn't learned their lesson. Rather than pivoting after the backlash, the boycotts, plummeting sales, they're going to continue to swim upstream. They've leaned into the very agenda that caused Target to have all of this problem and these huge losses to begin with. They've hired a senior LGBTQIA MNOPQXYZ plus segmentation strategist and pride lead is what they call it. Their very job, it's in the description, is to wokeify the aisles of Target. Maybe a few more tucking swimsuits. But yep, they're just, like I said, if you're a shareholder, an investor, whatever it is they have there for, uh, for Target, again, I don't know if, I'm assuming it's a public company. What are you doing about it? 
What are you doing about the fact that you've been leaking profits and apparently they want to continue leaking profits? And if you are one of the folks who won't shop at Target anymore, let me make this suggestion. Keep not shopping at this idiot woke outlet. There's plenty of other choices. California, always the source of great fodder, great fodder. And we got some more, but it's kind of a good news sort of thing. There has been a huge spike in the crime rates in California. It is through the roof. And that is actually helping. The California crime spree has fueled a movement to recall progressive district attorneys, most of whom, I'm guessing, were funded, backed, supported by you-know-who, George Soros. He does it on purpose, folks. We're going to be destroyed. It's going to be from the inside, not from the outside, and Soros is the biggest culprit of all. Well, the folks of California, since Price selected in 2022, the Alameda County jail population fell to its lowest level in at least 20 years. Several California counties have uh, recalled or are at the moment trying to recall their progressive woke DAs. Community leaders are saying they are fed up with the violent crime. Wow. Alameda County, which is where Oakland, Berkeley, located among other places. They've got a group who've received over 70,000 signatures to recall this Pamela Price DA. Wow. They only need 73,000, so they are very close. San Francisco voters successfully recalled former district attorney Chelsea Bodine last year, a 55% to 45% vote. So there you go from uh, John Sullivan's Just the News, articles in our show notes, but people are getting there. They're getting there slowly but surely. They're getting there. San Francisco. You saw, of course, I mean, we covered it. You saw the uh, cleanup operation that happened literally overnight. From the nighttime till the next morning, streets of San Francisco that were an absolute shithole, a complete mess, homeless people pooping on the sidewalks, garbage strewn everywhere. And in the course of one night, yunk, gone. All cleaned up, new plants put in place, new planters, sidewalk, scrubbed down. Managed to do it in a night. The question that's come up now is an interesting one, one I hadn't thought of. Where'd the people go? The San Francisco homeless people who were living right there on those streets in one night disappeared. Where are they now? This was posted by the actor James Woods, and he said creepy, so <laughs> he's not wrong. I'm not gonna play this whole thing, it's a little long, 
but think about it. You may or may not have heard about what's going on in San Francisco with the homeless population, but it's wild. It's got my brain going down so many different avenues right now. I guess a few days ago, China's General Secretary Xi, he visited San Francisco to meet Governor Gavin Newsom. And everybody knows how bad the homeless population situation has gotten in San Francisco. Even Elon Musk was recently talking about it in an interview with Joe Rogan. I think San Francisco is a beautiful city and, and we should really fight hard to kind of right the ship of San Francisco. If you walked around downtown San Francisco, right near the XFK Twitter headquarters, it's a zombie apocalypse. It's crazy. You can't believe it until you go there. Well, evidently, overnight, people, they're just all gone. And I just saw a video of someone else's talking about it right here. Did you see one video of them cleaning up the streets? Did you see one video of them hauling those homeless people off? No, you sure didn't. And isn't that amazing that not one person, not one person got a cell phone video of them in San Francisco rounding up the homeless. Huh? Hmm? Make you think, doesn't it? Seriously. Where'd they all go? There were reports that they, these unmarked white vans were pulling up and they were all being shuffled onto the vans. Okay. Then what? <laughs> Unbelievable. <clears throat> also, Gavin Newsom and Joe Biden can suck up to that commie bastard G. Hmm. This is a post from Libs of TikTok, as is in our show notes, and it is a head shaker. Folks, the men and women who serve choose to serve this country, in some cases with their lives. They give up a lot for us. And we owe them everything. This young soldier, I, I don't know how old he is, I'm guessing mid-twenties maybe, just around 30 at the most. He was leaving the army. I mean, through normal process, he's checking out of the army. And the Biden administration slash army military now is claiming he owes them $4,000 for gear that went missing. You know why it was missing? Because he was in Afghanistan during Biden's idiotic, failed, disastrous withdrawal. And he was told to leave his equipment behind. They even argued and said, no, I'm going to get charged for this. They said, now nah, we'll fix it. Just leave it. Mm, not kidding. Here is his testimony. I want to share something with you guys today. I want to holler. I want to scream. I want to yell. But it won't do any good. Um, today is gear turn-in day for me. Turn in all the gear that I've collected over the last four years of being active duty with the Army, with the 82nd Airborne Division. Two years ago, my unit deployed to Afghanistan for the Afghanistan withdrawal. 
We spent a few weeks over there. It was hectic. It was chaotic. It was disgusting. And it made me very disappointed in our government. Today, I'm reminded of how disappointed I am in our government. Go to turn in my gear. They want to charge me $500 to $1,000 for gear that I was ordered to leave in Afghanistan two years ago. Because as the last two birds were sitting on the tarmac, ready to leave, there wasn't any room for extra gear or extra weight. Therefore, we were told to leave it. Some lower enlisted dudes, including myself, were like, no, this stuff is expensive. I'm not leaving this. I'm going to get charged for this when it comes time to leave. Don't worry. We're going to catch you on the back end. You know, we'll flipple it. No. Didn't happen. And now the final bill for him getting out of the army is nearly $4,000. Thank you. Thank you very much. While this guy gave up a part of his life and had the honor of serving, When does it stop, folks? When it stops, when is it going to stop? When we stop it, probably. When we've finally had enough, and I guess so far we just haven't had enough yet. This teacher, here's another one, another head shaker. I hope you're sitting down. This teacher, this is serious. This is a woman, or whatever the hell she is, who is teaching our students, and you can listen to the students' reaction. Obviously, they don't know what the hell's going on, nor do they likely care. But this teacher is trying to teach her class about pronouns. The students are, needless to say, very confused. And might I add that, by the way, in China, they're teaching their students um, math, science. Yeah, take a listen. I am gender neutral, so I am not a female, nor am I a male. I would be in between. So right here would be my pronouns. So instead of she or he, you would refer as Z. Instead of her or him, you would refer as Zer. Instead of her or his, it would be zer. Yes, in the back. Uh, so I'm I'm sorry, I'm confused. Um, <laughs> are you are you Mr. Darren, Miss Darren? No, I am Teacher Darren. There would be no Mr. or Mrs. in front of that. Just <laughs> Teacher Darren. I'm confused. I guess I'm. What are you confused about? I'm confused <laughs> over the whole thing. Why do we have to learn this? Well, because this is how the world is changing now. So the world progresses and we progress with the world. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's not. Okay? This is not how the world is changing. This is how you want us to see the world changing. It's horseshit, and we are not putting up with it. So she, her, which apparently she is, can just sit down, shut up, and stop confusing our children. Now, granted, those look like or sound like high school students, but even they don't get it. And they're force shoving this crap down their throats. 
so fed up with this bull. I got uh, one heartwarming, sad, but heartwarming story for you. And uh, it's actually pretty amazing. It has to do with that lady right there on your screen right now. Look at this woman. And let us never forget. The world hasn't just become wicked. It's always been wicked. The prize doesn't always go to the most deserving. This lady's name is Irina Sendler. She passed away the 12th of May in 2008. She was 98 years old in Warsaw, Poland. And during World War II, Irina got permission to work in the Warsaw Ghetto as a plumber sewer specialist. But she had an ulterior motive. She knew what the Nazis' plans were for the Jews. Irina smuggled infants out in the bottom of her toolbox that she carried in the back of her truck with a burlap sack for the larger kids. She also had a dog in the back which she trained to bark at the Nazi soldiers that led her in and out of the ghetto. The soldiers, of course, wanted nothing to do with the dog, and the dog's barking covered the sound of the infant's noises. During her time of doing this, she managed to smuggle out and save 2,500 over children and infants. Sadly, she was caught. The Nazis broke both of her legs, her arms, beat her severely. But she kept a record of the names of every kid she smuggled out, kept them in a glass jar and buried that under a tree in her backyard. After the war, she did her best to try and locate any parents that may have survived the war and reunite the families. Sadly, most had been gassed. Those children she helped get placed into foster family homes or get adopted. Last year, Irina was up for a Nobel Peace Prize. She certainly should have won one. She wasn't selected. Obama got one the year before for his work as a community organizer for ACORN. Al Gore won one for what wasn't much more than a PowerPoint presentation on global warming. 63 years later, we're doing our small part to honor this woman. I hope you'll do the same. Now more than 60 years since the Second World War in Europe ended. Six million Jews, 20 million Russians, 10 million Christians, 1,000 over, almost 2,000 Catholic priests murdered, massacred, raped, burned, starved, humiliated. Now more than ever, with Iran and others claiming the Holocaust is a myth, it's important to make sure the world never forgets, because there are people who would like to 
do it all over again. Never forget Irina, this amazing woman in this picture. Wow. All right, you ready? It's book time. Yeah, we need to lighten things up around here just a little bit. I did want to pay honor to Irina because uh, that story popped. It's a recent anniversary, and I just wanted you to uh, to know about her and share that out there. All right, uh, we have been reading books on our show for a very long time now. Almost from the very beginning, um, three over years ago, we started this show. And uh, we've done children's classic literature, The uh, Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, The Little Prince, Alice in Wonderland, Winnie the Pooh. Right now, uh, White Fang, too. That was a fun book. Right now, we started Treasure Island. We are still in Chapter 1, believe it or not. And we're going to continue on with uh, Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. His stories were what frightened people most of all. Dreadful stories they were about hanging, walking the plank, storms at sea, and the dry tortugas, wild deeds and places on the Spanish main. By his own account, he must have lived his life among some of the wickedest men that God ever allowed on the sea. And the language in which he told these stories shocked our plain country folk almost as much as the crimes they described. My father was always saying the inn would be ruined, for people would soon cease coming there to be tyrannized over and put down and sent shivering to their beds. But I really believe his presence did us some good. People were frightened at the time, but on looking back, they rather liked it. It was a final excitement in a quiet country life, and there was even a party of the younger men who pretended to admire him, calling him a true sea dog, a real old salt, such like names, saying there was the sort of man that made England terrible at sea. In one way, indeed, he bade fair to ruin us, for he kept on staying week after week, and the last month after month, so all the money had been long exhausted, and still my father never plucked up the heart to insist on having more. If he ever mentioned it, the captain blew through his nose so loudly that you might say he roared, stared my poor father out of the room. I have even seen him wringing his hands after such a rebuff, and I'm sure the annoyance and the terror he lived with must have been greatly hastening his early and unhappy death. All the time he lived with us, the captain made no change whatever in his dress but to buy some stockings from a hawker. One of the cocks of his hat, having fallen down, he let it hang from that day forth though it was a great annoyance when it blew. I remember the appearance of his coat, which he patched up himself upstairs in his room, and which, before the end, was nothing but patches. He never wrote or received a letter, and he never spoke with any but the neighbors, and with these, for the most part, only when drunk on rum. The great sea chest none of us had ever seen open. 
He was only once crossed. That was towards the end, when my poor father was far gone in a decline that took him off. Dr. Livesley came late one afternoon to see the patient, took a bit of dinner from my mother, and went into the parlor to smoke a pipe until his horse should come down from the hamlet, for we had no stabling at the old Benbow. I followed him in, and I remembered observing the contrast, the neat, bright doctor with his powder as white as snow and his bright black eyes and pleasant manners made with the coltish country folk and above all with that filthy, heavy, bearded scarecrow of a pirate of ours sitting far gone in rum with his arms on the table. Suddenly, he, the captain that is, began to pipe up his internal song. Fifteen men on the dead man's chest, yo-ho-ho, ho, and a bottle of rum, Drink and devil had done for the rest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. Well, at first I'd suppose the dead man's chest to be that identical big box of his upstairs in the front room. And the thought had been mingled in my nightmares with that of the one-legged seafaring man. But by this time, we'd all long ceased to pay any particular notice to the song. It was new that night to nobody but Dr. Livesey. And on him, I observed, it did not produce an agreeable effect. For he looked up for a moment quite angrily before he went on with his talk to old Taylor, the gardener, on a new cure for the rheumatics. In the meantime, the captain gradually brightened up at his own music and at last flapped his hand upon the table before him in a way that we all knew to mean silence. The voices stopped at once. All but Dr. Livesey. He went on as before, speaking clear and kind and drawing briskly at his pipe between every word or two. The captain glared at him for a while, flapped his hand again, glared still harder, and at last broke out with a villainous oath. Silence there between the decks. Were you addressing me, sir? said the doctor. And when the ruffian had told him, with another oath, that this was so, he replied, I have only one thing to say to you, sir that if you keep drinking rum, the world will soon be quit of a very dirty scoundrel. The old fellow's fury was awful. He sprang to his feet, drew and opened a sailor's clasp knife, balancing it open on the palm of his hand, threatened to pin the doctor to the wall. The doctor, never so much as moved. He spoke to him as before over his shoulder, and in the same tone of voice, rather high, so that all the room might hear, but perfectly calm and steady. If you do not put that knife this instant into your pocket, I promise upon my honor you shall hang at the next assizes. Then followed a battle of looks between them, but the captain soon knuckled under and put up his weapon, resumed his seat, grumbling like a beaten dog.
And now, sir, continued the doctor, since I now know there is such a fellow in my district, uh, you may count I'll have an eye upon you day and night. I'm not a doctor only. I'm a magistrate. And if I catch a breath of complaint against you, it's only for a piece of incivility like tonight's. I'll take effectual means to have you hunted down and routed out of this. Let that suffice. Soon after Dr. Livesey's horse came to the door and he rode away. But the captain held his peace that evening and for many more evenings to come. Coming up tomorrow, we'll begin chapter two called Black Dog Appears and Disappears. Treasure Island. Gotta love it. <laughs> All right. Cool book. Love it. Thank you so much, folks. Again, a little sorry for the confusion. I know we're on the Jay Sheldon channel, not the Jay Sheldon Show channel. I will have uploaded the recording of this show to there. You can check it out if you missed our live stream. But uh, yeah, we'll get it all figured out and get it all put together by, uh, by tomorrow's show. Don't forget to check out all our stuff down in our show notes tonight, including Blackout Coffee, uh, NordVPN. We've got Skillshare there, learn a new share online. And of course, our Jay Sheldon Show merchandise, which has got all those cool new saying t-shirts in it. You got to check one out and pick one up. All right, that's it. We'll see you all again tomorrow. <laughs> Snort. <laughs>